Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Young All American State of Mind podcast. Before we start, go check out our YouTube channel, All American State of Mind. And whatever you listen to us at, go rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, let's begin. That's got my guy, Chad, man. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. It's so good to see you. Man, it's great to see you too, man. It's been a while, man. What you what you been up to, man? Uh, you know, just uh sticking to the grind. That's that's my my number one right now. Okay, man. I feel you, man. Bro, I've been seeing you with your photography, man. You've been really shooting some great images and it's just like to see the images that you you've you've taken and like the shots you've you have, bro, it's just like that's so breathtaking, man. How did you get into photography, man? Um, I always had a sense of adventure, you know. Um, I always loved being outside. Sometimes in in, in places that, um, you know, sometimes in places that may have seemed weird, I always found a, a I always found something I like you could pick out that you like about something. You know, I was always a detail oriented kind of guy. I like details. And, um, my, my, uh, first time I got a camera, I think I, it was, you know, like on an old iPhone, probably like middle school, you know, finally got a camera, Snapchat in. And that's what really got it for me was like, um, kind of like this prideful thing of like putting up a Snapchat story every time I went out to eat. You know, um, yeah, that really, that really is kind of what started me off just being a foodie, you know, like adventuring a new restaurant and you get a nice meal and you're like, Oh, I got to take a picture of this right now and show it off to everybody. That was kind of like what got the the ball rolling for me, you know? Okay, man. That's for sure, man. And, And it's just amazing to see the people's perspective when they do take pictures and photographs, you know, cause like for a second you get to see life from their perspective, like what's going on in their world, you know? Yep. You kind of, um, taking like a moment and trying to get a story out of it almost. That's very true, man. And, And when you take pictures, man, when you're photographing things, like what's your intentions behind it, you know? What's the story you're trying to tell? What are you trying to capture? You know, a lot of people have like a, a niche and stuff. Um, but my my thing is, my, my mantra, I guess you could say, is I know that I can do anything you put in front of me, I can shoot it, you know? Mm-hmm. Anything you put in front of me. So... Um, my goal is to just, I don't know, just to be able to do anything, you know, I don't know. How do you explain that? Just, just situations you come across where you have your camera and you're like, oh, that's cool. Mm. I have to capture, you know, especially, especially around sunset time, you Mm. know, I, I sometimes like to go hike out into the wilderness or hike deep into the city get up on top of a building, find a nice vantage point, and um, really, you know, it gives, it, it depends, I guess, you know, because if you say what's what's kind of like your goal with the, each, um, each shoot, you obviously want to get the, the bangers, the best, the mm-hmm. best photos, right? Yeah. 
Uh, my thing is I'm always about the moment. You know, a photo is just a moment. I'm so about the moment that sometimes as a photographer, I notice like you can almost lose a moment because you're just taking pictures of it, right? Okay. You don't get to experience it. You know what I mean? Like you see something totally awesome happening. You're like, oh, yeah. you know, and what you're doing, it, you're capturing it, right? But you're not. You're not standing there like, oh, wow, this is everything. You're not taking it all in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's kind of different. And uh, my my goal is just every every shoot to have a healthy balance. Because if you don't, if you don't, um, you know, if, if you get too stuck just taking your camera out and shooting anything, mm-hmm. it can be maybe boring and repetitive. And, um, when you really get out there and you kind of put it down for a second and you search for that perfect moment, mm. you know, you find that, that, I don't know, that one flower that's just swaying in the wind perfectly or has the perfect light on it or whatever, you know, um, your goal is always find that perfect moment, you know? Yeah. Man, it's, it's amazing to hear to say like you're you're so intentional about capturing the moment, but also living in the moment also. Because a lot of people, they they try to capture these moments with the pictures and, and so forth, but they're never really truly in the moment. You know, they, they miss it. They miss what's going on. Exactly. That's exactly uh, my point is that sometimes you can miss you can miss your moment mm-hmm. i mean you get to share it of course you you always want to share your story you always want to share a story um but you you want to you want to get your moment too i guess it kind of the reason that helps me is because if if i don't like what i'm shooting then i just i'm not I'm not satisfied, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite satisfied. It's kind of like a satisfaction thing. Mm-hmm. If you, um, you know, what, what could you compare that to? If you don't, I don't know. It's kind of like tasting food, you know, when, when you like tasting something you cooked, you know, you're like, oh man, this is good, but this isn't as in, as enticing or as, as, as rich as it should be in a sense. Like, uh, I guess you could say, if you could get something like your favorite food, mm-hmm. you know, every time, why the heck would you settle for McDonald's or something like that, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, like back to, back to my main point, it's just, you really want to really want to get that perfect that perfect moment and it has to be a healthy balance of you behind the camera Mm -hmm. and you actually experiencing the moment as well if you get what i mean yeah and and hearing you speak about balance man that's something i've been learning this year just in in all aspects i just is keeping a, a balance between the things i do and the things I enjoy, you know, also just whatever's going on in the world also. And not necessarily uh, getting so overwhelmed by different things or just or overly pleasuring myself. Like just, just being so 
caught up in just feeling good, you know, but also like feeling a sense of peace and having some calmness around too, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you can easily get too comfortable or um, so I feel like some people, um, they have a problem with doing things they don't like. Mm. Do it. You know, you got to do it. Yeah. That, that's so true, man. Like I, I've heard uh, the Steelers, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, they had coach Mike Tomlin. He said one time in a podcast that uh, if you want to be great, you can't, you have to be able to embrace being uncomfortable. You know, you got to run from comfort because in, in that comfort, you can't necessarily find greatness. You know, it's from the adversity that you go through. That 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 yeah. shapes and molds you and help you become great. Yeah, it it's um, it's those things that help you um, stay solid when you get under pressure. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta get um, gotta you gotta break a few times to learn how to stay solid. You know. Yeah, man, that, that, that's so true, man. But man, let, let's let's talk about how you've been though. How you have how has life been for you? Since we last spoke at UIU, man. Since our last podcast. Um, you know, it's it's kind of thrown me for quite a loop because when I got home from college and, you know, I was still studying, but it was kind of like just doing classes online. Mm-hmm. I became so uninterested because I saw, you know, I, I saw... No, I didn't like it. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I was at home. I, I could study. I could do my work, but I didn't like it as much as being on campus, being with my friends, going to class, mm-hmm. doing my homework, maybe rushing to get it in on time, studying. Yeah. You know, just doing regular students. Um, when COVID kind of took it all away, and you know, like put me in the house and took away my professors. I really enjoyed speaking with my professors a lot. Um, I, I don't know. I just kind of, I kind of stopped thinking about school and I started thinking about, okay, what do I like want to do with my life? You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, since we last, since our last podcast, I really, um, I really committed myself to some goals uh, my ma- my main um, question to myself was, would you, okay, it sounds kind of weird. It sounds really yeah. weird. Listen to this. This is one of my, kind of what keeps me going sometimes. Would you rather, this is, sounds harsh. Would you rather live a crap life mm-hmm. just to have a good ending? Or would you rather risk it all yeah. and and live the best life ever the best life that you can you know why why live a crap life to have a good ending yeah go live it you know what i'm saying why not live your life and um so i just i decided to uh get a camera my my family was taking a trip to hawaii and couple of friends of mine had cameras right before I got mine I actually finished a motivational speech 
and uh, we recorded it. It's on my Instagram page. It's a couple of years old now, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, but we recorded it, and I just remember like asking the cameraman, I'm like, dude, what kind of camera you got, bro? Like, I'm like, what kind you got? I end up buying the exact same one, and uh, you know, like a month, a month later, we 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 left for Hawaii. You know, I, I was working some restaurant jobs and just kind of saving up. But once I bought that camera, man, it it changed my life. Like we went to Hawaii and my my perspective was different because, you know, you can always do a snapshot on your phone. You know, you can mm-hmm. always just take a picture of that meal, that prideful picture like, ah, uh, everybody, I'm taking this snapshot of my meal because it looks so good. Look at it. You know, look at me. Yeah. dinner time but then there was also like like this this adventurous aspect you know yeah. of photography that really drew me in man when we went to hawaii just meeting uh i was on the beach the first day um and there was a couple of surfers and they were cooking tacos okay. and they were pineapple with barbecue sauce it was so good and they invited me to eat with them. I didn't even know their names. Like, I didn't know anything about Hawaii. This was my first time, like, it was like December. It was like for Christmas. So, you know, like, it's winter out here, bro. When you go to Hawaii, Mm. in winter, you're shiny, bro. Mm. Like, I don't care who you are. You stick out like a sore thumb, bro. And uh, they end up being people who let me take footage of them and take photos of them and, I just loved it so much that that just boom. And then I just got addicted to photography, man. I just saw it was just like a lot of successes that I was finding. And it was, it was helping me, you know, um, divulge into business, you know, learning about selling people and accounting and, and, um, you know, getting funding to start things like websites and get equipment and, Mm. you know, trying to, uh, land jobs, you know? Yeah. After it opened all those doors for me. Uh, meanwhile, you know, on the side, working in a in a luxury restaurant and upper class restaurant, I just I found I found my perfect flow. You know, I found where I needed to be. I needed to save up my money. I needed to buy my camera equipment and a couple mm-hmm. of plane tickets. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just did a couple vacations. You know, we went to California, Utah. Uh, I went to South Dakota a few times. I went to the North Shore of Lake Superior. Okay. Wisconsin. Just, I don't know, just like random, you know. I ended up, uh, when we were going to Hawaii, I went to like Seattle, you know. Wow. Everything just kind of opened up because I have this camera now and all these things that I love, you know, just like random things that you run into mm-hmm. on a day to day basis, man. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it could be the front of a bodega or the, you know, like a, a, a beautiful butterfly on a rock just in the middle of the day. And you're just like, wow, I love that. <laughs> Boom. You know, like I'm yeah. just going to look at that forever. And I just remember taking a, a photo in Hawaii. It was on the North shore of an Island called, uh, called Oahu. Okay. Uh, Oahu is, the, I think it's 
it's an island that's known for surfing. They have the, the largest waves there. Okay. There's something around um, like 60 to 80 feet. And, and uh, I just remember taking a picture there at, you know, dawn or whatever, like a crack of morning. Yeah. And the wave that I captured just rolling over, it was something so subtle, like a mountain over a, over a bay. You know what a bay is, right? Yeah. Like the bay, like a bay area. And there was just like a perfect wave. And it was like, it looked like blue Gatorade, dude. Like <laughs> it looked like it was just, it was just amazing. And when I got it onto my computer and I finally like, you know, messed around with all the editing and the color correcting and all that, it just, which took me many YouTube videos to get to being able to do that, which mm -hmm. I can explain to you, but it just really like, I knew it was for me, you know? And I've been, I don't know, I've been doing great ever since, you know? That's so sad, man. What, what have you learned about yourself throughout this, this whole process and this whole adventure you've been on? Um, one thing that I learned for sure is I'm a lot stronger than I think I am. Mm. I'm a lot stronger than I think I am. And another thing, it's always good to humble yourself. You're never too good for anybody. Never. You're n always good to humble yourself um, and never, never be afraid to, uh, you know, take a risk if you think it's going to work out. If you, if you really believe in something, take a risk on it. You know, mm. a lot of people uh, told me that I was a fool dropping out of school, you know, mm. and my, my rebuttal back to them was how many years of your life did you work on something you didn't love? You know? How many, how many years of your life are you going to spend on shit that doesn't matter to you? You want to go work on someone else's dream? Sure, go ahead. But me, I'm not going to. Yeah. For sure. I learned that I, I'm, I, I, can, uh, I can do anything if I put my mind to it, you know? Mm -hmm. You have to tell yourself that sometimes to just, to just keep going, you know? Yeah. Man, when did you get that, that courage to to believe in yourself and believe in your own dream, you know, cause a lot of people have dreams, but not everybody is brave enough to follow them or go out. Oh. oh yeah. I got a, I got something good for this. Um, your dream isn't going to chase you, bro. Mm -hmm. It's not take you. I mean, sometimes it might give you some, some signs, might give you, it might open a door to you or something, yeah. you know, just open me, get, come through, get, get step your foot in here, you yeah. know? Um, but, but you're the one that has to go and get it. And if you don't, if you, if you don't go and get it, <laughs> then, then you're just, you're not doing what you want to do. It's just not, what's, what's the point? What's the point? Why are we here if we're not doing what we want to do? Yeah. Why waste your life? In, in a sense, you know, if uh, if you don't get it, if you don't go after your dream, you're letting it die. And I, I care about my dream like it's 
it's I got I got eleven brothers and five sisters. Mm-hmm. I care about it one of them. You know what I mean? Like it's essential for them and for me that if if I if I give up on this dream, I'm giving up on them too. You know what I mean? That's my thing. If I give up on it, if I really give up on what I love, then I'm giving up on everybody else I love too. You know? And even if hey, I don't even want to take pictures anymore and I want to do something else, I'm going to be okay with that because it's what I want. You know what I mean? It's what, it's what you know, I love. It's, if it's something I love and what I want to do, then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. I got you. Why Why not? We live one time, bro. It's like uh, time is not forever. You know, it's going to run out. We're, we're sometimes we we procrastinate our whole life away. It seems like you know, you you can see those people who worked twenty five different jobs in their lifetime, maybe even more, yeah. and they didn't like a single one of them. Or maybe there's people who who are borderline able to retire, you know, way into their late ages. I don't. I don't like seeing that. I use that as motivation when I see that kind of stuff. I, I, uh, my courage comes from fear. I'm scared. You know what I mean? My courage comes from fear because bro, dive deep into that. I can't, I can't be average. That's my thing is if, if I'm okay with being average and not pulling weight and not, you know, um, being a leader, if I'm okay with not being a leader, then I'm I'm trusting somebody else to be a leader, and not not that this this might sound kind of bad, but like if I, I got to be the leader, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like it's just in my heart, like like um, I I'm just the one that's gonna win it all for my family, you know? I'm gonna win I'm gonna win it all. I got to be the leader. I got to take those steps that they won't, that they're too afraid to, you know? Um, and my my real good friend Garrett Robinson he always made this point to me and for a, for a long time he had to say it over and over and over again but he said uh, I want to invest into passive streams of income I want mm-hmm. to invest into things that are going to make me money while I'm sleeping if I have five streams of income and all of them are working for me it's like having a table with five legs. You kick one out, the other four are going to hold it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Table has five legs and you kick one out, but it's still good. That's true, man. Those are the things I'm grinding for because, you know, you get six, seven, eight. Those are your kids' plates. <laughs> hey, I like that. Say that one more time. Say it one more time. College funds. You know? Yeah. Oh man, it, it, it's so beautiful to to hear you speak like this, man. Because I enjoy hearing people speak on how they're being courageous in and pursuing their dreams, and not necessarily just pursuing it, but but living in their dreams. You know, because there's so many people in the world that that just gave up. You know, they 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 lost that dog in them. You know. And now they're just doing whatever they're told to do. And they don't even have a dream no more. 
let the dream die. They're not hungry anymore. Yeah. I know. I got the idea. It's always um, it's always something that keeps me hungry, though. You know, I don't know if it's just because I'm so skinny or what, but you know something, man. Like, it's always something that keeps me humbled and hungry. Because if you're not, if you're not hungry, you're not grinding to get that food. You know, you're getting too comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at. I don't know. It's just like it's just like daily goals and stuff. You know, little things, getting getting good, getting in good habits and and stuff like that. That I think uh, I think people really miss out on when they don't, you know, take those kinds of things seriously. Mm-hmm. Man, where where did you learn the importance of having like us small goals? You know, to that lead to a bigger goal and accomplishments. say I learned that from social experience in in uh, in public schools okay. because as a kid I lived in a two bedroom house with a, with you know ten other kids mm. and always had you know dirty clothes laundry day was like once a month you know <laughs> you know there was like twelve of us so like. One one washer, you know, twelve people's laundry in one washer. Like, nah, it just wasn't working. Yeah. Uh, you know, I grew up with a single parent. It just didn't work out like that. And uh, a small goal for me that made a huge difference was being clean. Mm. Clean. And around the time I got into, you know, eighth eighth grade, eighth ninth grade, like freshman high school. I started having basketball practices, you know, before school. I get to take a shower at the locker room, you know. Yeah. At, at, it was like you get to take a shower once every other day, once every three days, because we don't got enough hot water. Mm-hmm. The water bill is going to be too high if everybody takes a shower every day. Yeah. Um, and then and it started being like, okay, I got to work with my grandma to get some new clothes, you know. And then I got some new clothes and I started to, uh, I wasn't the stinky kid at school anymore. People would sit by me, you know, I could go, not that I didn't know people and people didn't know me, but it was a different dynamic when you're clean, you know, and you got, you got nice things and you, you appear responsible. You know what I mean? Yeah. You appeal, you know, especially not having huge role models in my life mm-hmm. when I can will clean them days and I noticed people would come you know coming at me differently you know girls weren't walking in the hallway like you you know like like yeah. just little stuff it made a big difference to me it made it was a principle it was a principle in my life that was like okay from here on out deodorant every day you know what mm-hmm. I mean like some little little things like that that was like I gotta I gotta be hungry I gotta I gotta get that deodorant you know what I mean? Yeah. I got to get that clean shirt so I'm not, so people don't think I'm a goofy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I got to be taking care of myself, right? And, um, you know, small things, like getting into good habits, like good hygiene, exercising, studying, you know, getting into good habits like that really, um, they, they really got me goal-oriented. You know, being goal-oriented as as a person is just super, super, super important because 
if you're if you're not working for some towards something, yeah. you know what I mean? What are you working for? You know? That's some funny. people I I this is one thing that drives me crazy. Crazy. Some people and I can't can't say some people like this, but there there are people out there that are okay with living the same the same year over and over and over living the same life every single day every single year and not that not that it's not okay mm-hmm. but like i said before i cannot <laughs> i can't because if i settle for that then i'm giving up on you know all those things all those little things that i already worked for like just being clean you know just you know, like getting yeah. it, like just be, just being hungry is just not. It when I when I am too comfortable, I just don't feel right. I just I, you know, yeah. it's like a. For example, and most most people probably won't understand it right away, but maybe maybe those who graduated, um, but when you're at school and stuff the only thing you want to do is get out get out of school most of the time you know but after you leave for good for the year you miss them friends you miss them friends you miss them good time jokes you know teachers you know smiles saying hi to people you miss that right Mm -hmm. well for me i missed my grind i i grind you know and you would know another thing that I could uh, get it to relate to people is um, when you go to the gym consistently every single day, you're just putting in work. And you just got your routine, you got your thing, you know, you're drinking your protein powder, your pre workout, you got everything, you know, you got your meals prepped, whatever. You're, you're a workout guy. Mm-hmm. You work out for six months, a year, two years, whatever. You take two weeks off from working out on that 13th day, you're going to be craving for some weights on that seventh day. You're going to be like, Oh, I need to just, I need to just lift something. Mm-hmm. I need to lift something heavy. That's me with a camera at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, uh, you, you know, you know, what I, you, yeah. you, you on the same page with me? Yeah. I get what I, you're I, saying. I, it's that, that, it's that love for your craft. You know, and you can't, you can't go without it, you know, because you know, once, when you, when you're not doing what you love, you kind of go through this withdrawal, you know, and that withdrawal has different effects when you mentally and emotionally, he's like, man, like, and you just know, I need to get back to doing what I was doing because that is it for me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, sometimes I think it could also be, it could also be realizing what you had when you don't have it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you never realize what you had until it's lost, like till it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And sometimes even, even with basketball practice, dude, it'd be like play basketball twice a day, three times a day before school, during school, after school. Mm-hmm. Then like my parents or my grandparents or my relatives or somebody dragged me on vacation. Cause I would not leave that gym, (laughs) but like when they drove me on vacation, I missed my basketball. I would damn, I would damn near 
better sleep with my basketball at night. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's it's that it's that love, and and when it's not there, it's not right. It's not the right thing. And you can develop it, mm-hmm. sure. You know, it might not be there on the first day, but mm-hmm. you can tell. You know, you can tell your heart, your yeah. gut. You know, your mind is like if if you're flipping burgers. Mm-hmm. And you don't like cooking, yeah. you know what I mean. And you don't like it. That's not your thing. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But if you if if you're flipping burgers, and food is your thing, you love cooking. Yeah. That's your jam. You just love doing it. Yeah. You're gonna know. You're gonna know right then and there. You know. Yeah. And some people fall in love with. Um, Sometimes people fall in love with, um, how would you say this? Uh, when you cheat yourself, when you think something's too easy, mm. fall in love with these ideas that I can just, I can just do this. Mm. And not that, not that you can't, you know, change, not that you can't change and do something else, but. I think sometimes people people fall in love with thinking that things are easy, you know, thinking that stuff, thinking thinking that if you if you can just get you can just have a nice beautiful medium rare steak without having to take it out of the freezer, thaw it out and cook it, mm-hmm. like you know you gotta mm-hmm. do the work. Yeah, man. Nobody wants a paycheck, but nobody wants to put in the work. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah, and it's like, man, like sometimes, uh, like something I was thinking about how is like people who who love what they're doing, they love the process, you know. And when you are looking forward towards the result more than the actual process, you don't love that; you just lust it, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's very true as well. Um. That's a that's a very good point. Um, I, I've heard a lot of people talk about that, and right, it, it's not about most of the time. It's it's not about the destination, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Um, but as a goal oriented person, they're really. I'm going Gary V style on this one. Like, Go ahead. there's no destination for me. Like, yeah. when I when I get to the bottom of that checklist, I'm ripping the page off and starting a new one because I'm gonna. I like like it's like putting the weights down and never picking them back up again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you. That's why I'm like I'm like. Uh, I'm kind of almost committed to my passion for the long run. Gotta That's be. That's the way that I know that I just, I just love this, you know? In college, I was just like, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. I just want to do something that's going to make me money. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But like I said, people can live that life where they're just <laughs> doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. They don't love it. You know? It's not, it's not genuine. Mm-hmm. Me, 
I really, I really had to dig down because I'm like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I took it seriously most of the time. I think I took it a lot more serious than, than you know, a lot of people my age and a lot of people I, uh, of, you know, around me at school. Yeah. They're kind of just like, nah, I don't know what I want to do. Nah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna study this and see how it goes. Yeah. You know, they're just kind of, they had so much talent. They have, I mean, some people, you know, they do want to be a doctor or they do want to get a master's in this or, you know, whatever. Um, but me, I was kind of like, I don't, I can't, you can't put me in a box like yeah. that. You can't because I just, I can't, you know, my, my, the way I operate is just not, it's, it's not going to be going to a classroom and teaching kids every day. And it's not going to be going to a computer lab and designing software every day. And it's not, it can't be the same thing. So what do I really, like, I took it seriously. What do I really love? Mm-hmm. You know? And I broke it down for myself. I broke it down. I, I, I was staying up late one night, couldn't sleep. Just like, just tripping because I I was out I was outside of school at home you know yeah. like COVID brought brought me home and I was still attending class but I just knew after I left that campus I was just like this is just I'm just wasting my time I'm wasting mm. my time my money and and overall my energy I'm I'm wasting my I'm wasting my life. I don't know what I want to do. Why am I paying all this money? Why am I spending all this time trying to find some job that's just going to make me a bunch of money? And I probably don't, I don't know nothing about it or even like it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, I did, I'm not going to say college was all bad things. I met some great people and I did find things I had interest in like marketing. I love marketing. Um, that was one of my things. I just liked it. Um, I loved art too. Um, I never really got into art in college, but you know, some friends of mine um, were into art, and it was just kind of the. I almost admired too much when I saw somebody who knew what they wanted to do, like a mm-hmm. like a. A good friend of mine, for a long time, he wanted to be a model, and everyone kind of told him like you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning than being a professional model or going to the NBA or whatever you want to do. Right. Yeah. But he just did it anyway. He did it anyway. And like, I just remember him calling me up one time. He's like, I got this much money for doing a, a, a advertisement for target. Huh. And I'm like, that's it. I want to do that with what I, I want to do something like that. Yeah. You know? And, and that's kind of what got me going. I'm like, what do I love? And I started um, reflecting on my life and, and things that I like, right? Mm-hmm. I've always been on writing, on storytelling, you know, um, public speaking. I've always been been huge on just being, just just learning and, and connecting and just, you know, it being open. I've always mm-hmm. been huge on it. And, and I don't know what made me come across photography i think it was a friend of mine had a camera and my other friend was a model and it was like one day i'm like okay 
I'm hanging out with my friend, and he just busts out this camera. And I had, like, a good fit on that day. And I'm like, let's do some pictures today. Like, do some pictures of me. And I started, like, messing around with Instagram. And it was the idea of I was was expecting something out of these pictures. Like, I I kind of envisioned them a certain way, you know? And when I got them sent to me, I didn't. I, I I wanted to do it my way, you know? Yeah. I wanted to do it my way. And that's kind of like, that was like one of the first real steps for me was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something else than, than hang out with my friends, you know? Because my friend is cool. Honestly, I, I learned so much about cameras from him and, and we're still really tight. We still hang out all the time. Um, but, I decided to hire a different videographer mm. because when you're hanging with your friends and stuff, sometimes it can be like buddy, buddy and let's just go hang out and take pics. Not like I'm going to pay you to take photos of me. Yeah. You know? So I decided to hire a videographer for my motivational video, which I did. Um, and I just, I just remember, I just remember I, was able to kind of tell him what I wanted and he was doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was telling him my vision. I was show. I was portraying my vision to him. And during the process of actually creating the, the short film, I, I realized when I, you know, I was trying to explain this, this, this vision, this, this idea, this, this video to him, that the next one I did, I didn't want to explain it to anyone. Like I just wanted to do, I wanted to be able to do it. Yeah. I didn't want to have to try to get someone to understand what I was going for. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to try to have to just portray and portray and portray. And like, we have to have it like this and then go back and, and redo the shot because it's not the way I wanted. And they're like, we already did this shot. And I'm just like, it's not right. No, I don't want to have any conflict, any, any nothing, even, even with my bestest of friends. You know, I always, always ask questions and get opinions, mm-hmm. but when it came, I just knew like when it came down to how I wanted it and I got my certain way, my vision, I just loved it. I just, when I got it down and I just, it worked out for me, I was just like, wow. And when the, the video did a pretty good number. Um, when it did a pretty good number, I was just like, wow, that's just, it worked out like that is real. Like Mm -hmm. I could do it. And it just, ever since then, that was, that was it. We went, we went to Hawaii shortly after that. Well, hearing you speak about your passion, man, it just so, it just, it just touches me, man. Especially like what knowing you from UIU, you know, like, I, I remember when you was a freshman, when you first came on campus, man, and, and to hear how you've evolved as a person, and, like, how, like, you're, you're living your dreams now, man, I'm, I'm just proud to be able to witness this and, and see it, man. That's awesome, thank you, thank you so much, yeah, man, um, 
So tell me a little bit about what you want to do now that now that I've got this this whole spiel out of me that's like, yeah. would you rather live a crappy life just to have a great ending, or what? Are are you are you taking the risk? Are you risking it all? Oh yeah. What are you up to? Bro, I'm 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 working, but also man, I'm recording also man with the podcast man, and and within having a podcast is like uh like working on having a network, you know, and like with having a network, being able to say like, hey, we have these different shows on these on these on this one particular platform. We got these different shows with different people here with different perspectives talking about different topics. You know, and it isn't all just necessarily just sports, but some people are talking about life, some people are talking about food. You know? All American. Yeah. You know, and it's like just just like sharing a platform with, with people and letting people uh be a part of the team man, and, and, and share their perspective on life and, and, and share what they want to share, you know. You know, like letting everyday people speak about speak about everyday things, you know. Cause yes, like there are celebrities out there that, that are that are huge, you know, but how many people can truly relate to the celebrity? You know? And it is there's more people living an everyday life than is celebrities, you know? Like they get things propped up for them, you know. It looks all it looks all pretty, you know, but life isn't always pretty, you know, there's adversity there too, you know. Not always kinds of rainbows. Yeah, you know, and, and being able to let people speak about how they deal with their adversity or whatever life challenges they come across, you know. Because I feel like that'll do more than just be like, oh, I got some, I, I I got a celebrity here, you know. I feel like more people you know, can relate to that. An example of this, Polo G. Mm. You look at Polo G, right? Yeah. Every single time it's his song, he's always talking about, you know, you know, going through the storm. Mm-hmm. When people when people uh, hear those kinds of things that they can truly deep down relate to. That's, you know, that's something, you know, just like that. Yeah, man. And and, and with having a network, that's just, it's a, it's just a, a, a piece, you know? It isn't necessarily, necessarily everything like this. There's things to accomplish within that and in, in other spaces also, you know? Yep. So now it's all about just just working towards that, you know, and not necessarily getting overwhelmed by the by the big picture, like man, like the end goal, you know. But being able to take those, like you said earlier, those, those small steps, you know, and appreciating those small victories along the way to the end goal. Yeah, yeah, having those small goals. Is there, is there anything else you like to say to the people, man? To the people, um. Let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's something I would love to say. Um, thanks so much for uh, watching the All American podcast. Tune in for the next episode. Um, it was awesome being on your show. Uh, yeah, I can't wait to be back. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe down the road I'll be on the beach and you'll be interviewing me on one of my travels. <laughs> for sure, man. Bro, man, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day, out of your your evening to have this conversation with me and the people, man. I truly appreciate it. Anytime. Yo, man, that's it from the Young All-American State of Mind podcast. If you enjoy listening 
Go ahead and share it with three friends and tell your three friends to share it with another three. And uh, if you want more original content, go check out our YouTube channel, All-American State of Mind. Yo, man, that's it from the Young All-American State of Mind podcast. And I want you guys to remember, if you take things day by day, you too can become an All-American. <laughs>